0: This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. Hey everybody, Joe Smith here for your Weekend Geek for the week of August 24th to the 30th. Let's talk about the Weekend Geek that's fit to speak. In movies, this weekend marked the first time since the middle of March that a majority of theaters were open for a box office report. Participating in-house theaters are enforcing seating capacity limits for all shows, so gross and averages for all films were expected to be a fraction of normal. About 62% of US locations were open this weekend, with the New Mutants debuting in first with an estimated $7 million open for the $70 million production. Next weekend is expected to be more active with this Thursday's release of Christopher Nolan's Tenet after multiple postponements from its original July 17th date. The film was already released in 41 territories outside the U.S., including Canada, starting on August 26th, and Warner Brothers states a gross of $53 million on the five-day take. We here at Twig encourage our listeners attending a film to take all precautions if you decide to attend. The trailer was released for Netflix's Enola Holmes. When Sherlock's teen sister Enola discovers her mother missing, she sets off to find her, becoming a super sleuth in her own right, as she outwits her famous brother and unravels a dangerous conspiracy around a mysterious young lord. Starring Millie Bobby Brown, Helena Bonham Carter, Henry Cavill, and Sam Claflin, Enola Holmes releases to Netflix on September 23rd. Directors Ryan and Andy Tohill have left Legendary's Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot one week into production in Bulgaria over creative differences. David Blue Garcia has been brought in to take over the project and will be reshooting the film from scratch. This latest sequel picks up where the 1974 Toby Hooper directed original left off. Sydney Chandler and Catherine McNamara will star in the upcoming Urban Legend reboot, written and directed by Colin Minahan. Collider additionally reports Keith Powers is up for a potential role, and that the plot will explore deepfake technology. Disney has recast Kelly Marie Tran as the main character in Disney's upcoming Raya and the Last Dragon, replacing the role previously held by Cassie Steele as a result of the film's delay into March 2021. The film is set in the fantasy land of Kumandra, and follows a fearless warrior as she seeks to save the realm from evil forces. The film also stars Aquafina as Sisu, a rare water dragon who can transform into a human being. Tran, a Vietnamese-American, is now the first Southeast Asian-American to lead a Disney animated film. Sony Pictures has acquired the film rights to Aftershock Comics' upcoming comic book series The Kaiju Score. The story concerns a group of criminals attempting to rob an art museum in the middle of a giant monster attack. And some quick bites, Disney has hired Katie Dippel to pen a new script based on Disney's haunted house ride. Yong Sang-ho revealed he hopes to begin working on a second direct sequel to The Train to Busan, though he may not end up directing the movie himself. Project X Entertainment has acquired the rights to the Nutty Professor franchise that is planning a remake, and Disney has pushed back The Kingsman* from its planned September release to February 2021. In television, Netflix has confirmed that it's making a live-action Resident Evil series, headed by Andrew Dabb. The story, based on the video game franchise, will be told across two timelines. In the first, 14-year-old twin sisters Jade and Billy Wesker have moved to the manufactured town of New Raccoon City, where they discover that something is seriously wrong and their father is concealing dark secrets that could destroy the world. The second timeline jumps 16 years into the future after the T-Virus has spread throughout the globe and Jade is now one of only 15 million survivors who struggles to survive while grappling with some event that happened to her sister and father. The series is expected to incorporate all of Resident Evil's signature elements, including action sequences and Easter eggs. No expected release date has been announced for the eight-episode season. Mandy Fair shared a first look at The Haunting of Bly Manor, the second installment of the horror anthology series from showrunner Mike Flanagan. While this season takes place in 1987, it also takes inspiration from Henry James' 1898 novella The Turn of the Screw, telling the story of a woman who moves to the English countryside to look after two orphan children. Similarly to American Horror Story, several cast members of The Haunting of Hill House will return portraying different characters. Finally, Flanagan stated the popular hidden ghosts will return, as well as become part of a mystery to be solved by the end of the season season. The Haunting of Bly Manor arrives on Netflix this fall. Sci-Fi is developing a new series called The Surrealtor, which tells the story of a real estate firm that specializes in haunted and possessed properties that literally scare would-be buyers away, with a team dedicated to researching, investigating, and fixing the things that go bump in the night. Starring Tim Rozon and Sarah Levy, the 10-episode season starts filming in Newfoundland, Canada in mid-September. The CW is developing a live-action show based on the animated Cartoon Network series The Powerpuff Girls. The show would follow Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup as disillusioned 20-somethings who resent having lost their childhood to crime-fighting. they will have to get over those issues, though, when they once again reunite to save the world. And in other weird reimagining of classic show news, Fox, alongside X-Files creator Chris Carter, are creating The X-Files Albuquerque, an animated comedy based on The X-Files series. The new show follows a group of hapless FBI agents who investigate the mysterious X-Files that are too silly for Mulder and Scully to handle. The show has received a script and presentation commitment from Fox and some quick bites. A new rumor suggests the Obi-Wan Kenobi Limited series will feature Obi-Wan's 212th Clone Trooper Division, with Commander Cody making an appearance. The Michael Crichton novel Sphere is being developed as an HBO series, with Westworld's Denise Thay leading the project. CBS All Access released the trailer for the latest adaptation of Stephen King's The Stand, releasing on December 17th. Production is wrapped on the second season of Carnival Row. Netflix has canceled I Am Not Okay With This and The Society, after their only season, stating COVID-19-related circumstances Netflix has also chosen not to renew Alter Carbon for a third season, meaning the show will end unless Skydance Television can find another network. In video games, according to a recent round of rumors and leaks, Nintendo is looking to release an upgraded Switch sometime in 2021. While specs haven't been finalized, these rumors suggest the new Switch will offer better performance and possibly support for 4K gaming. The public legal battle between Epic Games and Apple is heating up. Apple does not allow sideloading of apps or installing apps from anywhere but the App Store on its devices in order to avoid malicious code. While secure, it also forces consumers and developers to not only use Apple's App Store, and also forces developers to give Apple a 30% commission on any payments made in the store. The issue started when Epic updated Fortnite to accept direct payments outside of Apple's App Store. As a result, Apple removed Fortnite from the store and terminated Epic's developer accounts, and Epic is taking Apple to court. In recent news, a US district court has ruled that while Fortnite would not be returned to the App Store, the Unreal Engine that it runs on could, preventing harm from not only Epic, but all developers who rely on the Unreal Engine for their own games. As a result, Epic announced the latest version of Fortnite was not to be released on any Mac devices when it launched on the 27th. And in other news, Chadwick Boseman passed away at the age of 43 from cancer. Best known for playing King T'Challa in Black Panther, Boseman is also known for his roles portraying American icons such as Jackie Robinson in 42, Thurgood Marshall in Marshall, and James Brown in Get On Up. He was an incredible and inspiring talent, and he will be missed. And that, folks, is your Week in Geek. As always, a full listing of this week's articles is available with source links down in the podcast description, and I'll see you geeks next week.